One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. Boom man, welcome to the real industrial plug. You heard me? Okay, so how, how did you go from, from radio to ASCAP? Relationships. So, uh, like I said, I, I knew of radio. I knew of ASCAP from going to that award show. Yeah. And then I had a relationship with Jango Achea. So mm. Jango Achea, who's over at um, Epic now, she's the A&R for uh, 21 Savage and Lil Harold. Okay. She was leaving. Um, and again, just our relationship. She was like, yo, I, I got this gig. You might, you should yeah. look into it. I was like, oh, okay. And then... Um... Jason, I got this gig you should look into. <laughs> it's called Mare. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Nah. But it's, you should look That's into this different. gig. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, yo, I got this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I do, and I think you'd be great for it just because you got the relationships. And I was like, yeah. okay. And I happened to meet um, who my boss now, Nicole. Okay. And it's interesting because she wasn't sold on me early on. <laughs> so, like, the job came... And then I, they actually hired somebody else. Yeah. And I wasn't tripping. I was whatever. I was still doing my thing. And then I got a call out the blue. No, 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 no. I ended up running into Ray. Yeah. I again. ran into Ray at an event. Yeah. And we were just talking. He, I think it was an ASCAP event. And we were just talking. And he was like, yo, why you ain't put your name in the hat for the ASCAP joint? I was like, what you talking about? I did. He was like, you did? He was like, yeah. He was like, all right, hold on. And then the next day he called me. He was like, you really want to do the job? I was like, yeah. And... In an hour, I got a call from from New York, and they was yeah. like, "Yo, I heard you want to do the job. If you're still interested, did the interview, and then a week later, I was hired." Relationships, <laughs> oh, relationships. Man, yeah, you gotta understand. I don't care what field you in. I don't care what business you're in. Yeah. You gotta have relationships. You gotta have the the relationships that are are valuable, where you're bringing value to both parties. Yeah, because you know, at that time, even now, the power that Rock City has in that building. Yeah. When that call, when that call comes, that's a different phone. Call. Right. Right. It's, it's a different conversation, and and when you have people that rock with you and they stamp you, yeah, then your relationships and and opportunities go so much further when yeah. people believe in you. Now let me ask you this, Jason. You yeah. had a job now, so there's nothing to worry about here. <laughs> Did you know anything about publishing and PRs when you no, took no, no. that? I had, I had a general idea of publishing. <laughs> I had a general idea of publishing because you got to think. Yeah. A lot of publishing comes from radio. Okay, right, right, right. A, a lot of the, the bulk of publishing right now is still radio-based, so I understood registration i understood yeah. that because of radio because of the side i worked in on radio okay so gotcha. I, I had an understanding of registering records and publishing i just didn't understand how important right. it was until i got in there and realized how many people don't do it or mm -hmm. don't understand or take the time I, I can't tell you how many people the amount of money they miss out on because they didn't register a record mm. and they wanted to get a sync and so let's take, for example, I can't even think of the name of it, but if you're a Stranger Things fan yeah. like I am, that one song that's sinking that everybody keeps talking about. The old song. It's taking over, yeah. We just talked about that. It's What's crazy. it called? Kate Bush. Kate Bush. Kate Bush, yes. Yeah. Imagine if she didn't have her song registered. Yeah. Because when you're, when you're dealing with sync and you're dealing with the movie houses and production companies on the film side, 
the business has to be in order. They right. not finna sit here and wait till somebody sending their splits and send and wait to see who owns what or did you pay yeah. and did you clear this. They not doing all that. Right. When they call and they say they got something and it's important for a scene, they need to know who right owns it, there. how yeah. much it costs. If we give you X amount of dollars, this is what this is what it's gonna be worth. Whatever. Right. And if she didn't have that stuff in place. I mean, what she almost at three million dollars on that song. Yeah, and this is a song she did years ago, yeah, like eighties, right? Had, yeah, but she had the, and this is not even expensive business. This yeah. is just logging into your account and actually putting the names of the people that were involved, how much yeah. they are owning of it. Yeah, and the both sides, and that's it. Hey, Jr. McKee here. Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The link's in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. Y'all know what's going on, man. It's your big homie, Boom Man, checking in. Authentic Empire's own CEO. You want to set up a meeting, you want to rock with the team, you want to get heard, all you got to do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number 4485700040. Let's get it. Booming. So let, let's get into that, right? <clears throat> because this is something like I've been in the music business a long time mm -hmm. and they're just, I don't know everything. You know what no, I mean? Like, like, I, and this is one of the areas where it's one of my gray areas where it's like I've always relied on this person or that person to handle this part of the business. Mm -hmm. So I'm very much not on the, the PRO side, the publishing side, as far as like how these things work, right? Mm -hmm. So let's start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I am an artist, writer, producer, whatever the case may be. I make music. Yeah. What in the world do you mean registered? So you make music and in essence, <clears throat> somebody around you or somebody's probably heard of ASCAP. And say you don't have an account. You can log into ASCAP. You got to be 18 or older. Yeah. Put in your information. After a few days, you'll get what they call an IPI number. And mm. an IPI number, in essence, is your, like, social security number as a creative. Yeah, okay. So when you have your IPI number, you and I do a record. You got 50%. I got 50%. There's 100% of a record. Mm -hmm. 50 typically goes to songwriters and... and Just songwriters, yeah. Sense, and 50% goes to the a producer producers. and a composer. Yeah. And so how we break that down is up to us. Yeah. When we go to register, I take your IPI number, I put your government name in there because yeah. as a songwriter, I know everybody has off the block, shoot yeah. them up, bang, bang, whatever <laughs> your name is. Right, but, but you need your government. It's your government because it's yeah. tied into your actual social. Right, and okay. And so I got your government name and your IPI, 50% register. I got my name, IPI, 50% register. Now I'm officially locked in. Once it's sent over, admin and everybody locks in with it. We're locked in. Now this song is registered. <clears throat> and then as it's registered, it shows up in a system. Mm -hmm. They call it repertoire. Yeah. So the big three would be ASCAP, BMI, CSAC. Uh -huh. On the... In BMI ASCAP, they have the system of shared repertoire where you can look up and see who registered the song, who, in essence, owns the song. Right. It shows up there. 
Yeah. So now that it shows up, if somebody wants to sync the song, they know who to contact. Right. And by, by sync, that means put it in a movie, put commercial. Movies, commercials, whatever. They yeah. also know if I'm tied into a major publisher or if I'm self-published. Right. So this is where like a Sony ATV or Warner Chapel, they'll look and see, okay, who's writing, who's the next up-and-coming writer yeah. that we can help develop, or next coming producer who we can get behind and really put them in the right rooms. Yeah. Because that music is registered, that's where the money comes from. So as radio goes and songs hit radio, radio payment, part of it is the advertising. Mm -hmm. So say, again, we have a song that came out and it did $100,000. Yeah. Now... Wait, what do you mean it did $100,000? From the, Because it kept playing and it was tied on different radio stations. Played in different radio stations. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> that's a whole different breakdown of how it's calculated. Yeah. But at some point, because of where it was played on radio, the time, the commercials that was attached to it, it was driving the listeners to tune in, things like that. It yeah. generated just a hundred thousand. Yeah. At a hundred thousand dollars, because now we're registered, you own fifty percent of the record. I I own fifty percent. I get fifty percent of a hundred. You get fifty. So we both get fifty thousand. But had the song not been registered, what would happen? It just sits there in this. Yeah, it's a black box. Yeah, it's uncollected. It's uncollected. All right, so let me ask you this. You mentioned that you had to be 18 or older. Mm -hmm. What happens if I'm 17, 16? What happens if I'm a kid? You just got to get a, a a guardian signature. So I can still uh, sign yes, up mm -hmm. to ASCAP or whatever, um, you know, BMI, whatever, mm -hmm. but my mom, dad just has to sign up with me. Everybody has to sign up for ASCAP. Uh, you said somebody else, but yes, ASCAP. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, okay, I get what you said. But yeah, so like, yes, if you're if you're under eighteen, you just have to have a a, print, a guardian signature. Okay. To sign off with. Okay. Well, speaking speaking of the competitors, yeah. just tell me what a PRO. What does that stand for? So it's performing rights organization. Yeah. So it collects on. So there's two sides of a record. Mm -hmm. so there's a the performing side. That's what you hear on radio. You see film and TV. Um, people actually concerts. Yeah. They're performing it. Yeah. And then there's the mechanical side, the hard side. It used to be back in the day when you had physical CDs, CDs physical pressed vinyl. That yeah. was the mechanical side. It was sold the physical mm, part. Of it. So I get it. The performance it. side, there's the physical side. Yeah. We represent the performing side. So ASCAP collects performing side yeah. monies. So when they register their set list mm. for a song, each venue in big venues, they're licensed. Right. So as they're licensed and your music is played in there, like say you go to a football game and you hear your favorite song by the DJ. Yeah. There is a collection system in there that's collecting that money. That's yes, because the DJ has to pay to play that song. Exactly. Yeah. So that gets turned in. When you go and you go on tour and you're performing in these venues, you're still getting paid because now it's not only do you drive the sales of that, but then... That's a registered venue. Right. They're cutting X so that's amount performance of performance rights. So performing rights. And so you're performing that song, so you're getting paid off that. So there's yeah. so many ways to get paid in the music business. Yeah.